he ages faster because he's got future sperm. I don't know. (laughs) That's weird. Future sperm sperm coming this fall. It's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. Talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 89 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. This week, we're going to give you a couple of different things here, man. We're even talking about some TV show that just dropped last Wednesday. And if you can't figure out what that is, you're not a geek. So I don't know why you're listening to this. But Dennis, how you doing today? All you non-geeks, get out of here. We're geeks only. Yeah, uh, I'm doing pretty good. In our podcast. That's right. We're all about the geeks. Hey, man, I got a Spider-Man tattoo on my arm, so I think that elicits a certain kind of fan. You're you're getting it wrong here, Dennis. I'm talking about geeks, like the people who eat chicken heads at carnivals. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) What? Yeah, that's the origin of the word geek. I think there are people who like eat, I think. I mean, we need to fact check that. uh, I am not aware of this. No, that's I, I, I love it. I hope that's true. And in fact, don't prove that wrong. Do not fact check it. I want that to be the truth. Well, until we get the origin of the word geek, we're about the movie reviews here, folks. You, you, you know, you love it. That's why you keep rolling back every single week. Or if it's your first time, welcome. I, I, I hope you enjoy the ride. Uh, we we kind of take you on a trip, though. We, we like to start off with uh, something along the lines of either some polls or some trivia we we uh, we have some fun on the social media platforms, and we like to hear what you folks have to say, and uh, we like to share that feedback with you in the form of polls. Yeah, we we really need some music here. Polls. This week they announced the uh, cast that's going to be voicing the uh, League of Super Pets. A few weeks ago, I, I think I told you that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to be like Cryptog or I don't know. Yes, the Crypto the Super Dog. Yeah. So uh, they announced four new cast members today. So I wanted to know who people like the most out of it. We have Kevin Hart, Keanu Reeves, Natasha Leone, and John Krasinski. A weird array of people. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm digesting this. Uh, well, okay. My, my, I think my knee-jerk reaction. Well, no. What? What? Who are you excited about, man? Before I, I just jump on board. I mean, of course, I'm always about Kevin Hart, but I feel like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. One. Like, I mean, okay. There, there is some novelty about having him out of context in this type of format, but. Who's going to be more interesting? I'm with your first reaction. I was going to say Kevin Hart, too. I'm like, yeah. that's going to be the guy who's going to deliver the, the chuckles. You I know? don't know if you've and- ever seen the Secret Life of Pet movies, but he's he kills it as this uh, this little rabbit named Snowball. And uh, well, there so, you go. Yeah. Enough said. He even plays in, in the sequel. He has like a superhero persona as Snowball. So oh, it's damn. only suiting. Uh, but guess what, Dennis? The audience did not agree with us. They oh. hate Kevin Hart, apparently. Zero percent. What? Yeah. What's wrong with Mr. Hart? Well, other than crashing, which yeah. he, which he's fine now. 
Yeah. So yeah, he can still voice act. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's doing live action again. I there you know. go. Yeah. That's where we need him at. So we got a tie for 25 and 25, Dennis. Who, who do you think we got for those? Uh, Krasinski, Jim Halpert, and uh, oh man, we got Latasha, uh, who, who do you think's the other? Natasha Leone and, and Keanu Reeves left. I guess Neo. I don't know. Okay, I, I guess yeah. well, Jim you and Neo. You got half of that. Oh. Uh, twenty-five percent for Keanu Reeves, who I thought would have been like number two, probably, and twenty-five percent for Natasha Leone, who I thought was right. swept. And uh, apparently people are very excited about John Krasinski. Maybe it's the Quiet Place Part 2 buzz. I don't know. But Could I guess be. he has an interesting be. voice. He's, he's good as a talking head in, in the office. Yeah. That's the thing is you need the delivery. You need the visual. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not but sure. He, he, well, I guess we'll see. Turkey sarcasm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So let's move on to our next poll. Dennis, Let's do it. it's it's a tough one for you because you don't really know the Fast and Furious movies, but I do because ah, I've been watching it. them nonstop. But I feel like I've been taking you on a ride uh, with this stuff. Uh, but I and it's been a good know, one so far. Yeah, I want to know who people thought the most kick-ass uh, actress in, in the last movie I reviewed uh, Fast and Furious 6 was out of Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, Gal Gadot, and Gina Carano. And it was interesting. Ooh. Okay, what 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 they but, have to uh, say? So zero percent went to this Jordana Brewster. She uh, plays Dom's sister. Oh yes. Okay. Eight eight percent went to uh, everyone's favorite uh, Galactic Ranger Gina Carano. Uh, oh, well, okay. And, and then that yeah, leaves films, Wonder right? Woman and uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, if, if if we were a guessing man, who who do you think would would take it? We got oh 50% Rodriguez. Come yeah, on yeah, now. Yeah. She, yeah. she she's killing it 50% there. I, I thought it would have been Gal Gadot because she's Wonder Woman. Really? No, come on. It's Rodriguez is exactly. She is a part of the franchise. She she goes down, she goes way back. You have to yeah. go, you have to stick with the coronas. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh and then I, I have a poll that isn't really relevant to this past couple of weeks episode, but Back, uh, I mean, I, I wanted to I wanted to do it because we had Loki the, premiering uh, last week, and uh, we're going to be talking about that tonight. All right. And uh, so I wanted to know from uh, from fucking the uh, the last Marvel show we had here, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. I wanted to know who everyone's favorite live action version of Captain America was out of Matt Sagler. Uh, I might be saying his name wrong. He's the guy that did the, I won't say, 90s uh, Captain America movie. Chris Evans, Wyatt Russell, and Anthony Mackie. Ooh. Dang. Okay. You have some You have some tough choices in there, sir. Yeah. But uh, I'm very curious to hear what the folks have to say. But what, what, who is your favorite, personally? <sighs> I mean, it has to go to my main man, Chris Evans, because, I mean, I did... I drove the beat with the man, but I mean, oh, Anthony, for sure. Anthony Mackie has this liveliness and I love everything he does. So I think it would be uh, Anthony Mackie probably for me. Oh, nice. Nice. But yeah, why Russell was an interesting one and I've never seen the nineties version. It's Same tough. It's, it's very <laughs> tough. So, all right. I mean, what what, what did the faithful fans? Oh, oh, well, for, yeah. I have to say after finishing up that last season of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, Anthony Mackie just knocks it out of the park. Uh, nothing against the Chris Evans performance, but I feel like uh, he closed that chapter. You know, it's yeah. like 
I'm okay with just kind of moving on. He he's done doing it. I don't need to keep trying to savor something, you know, something in the past. I'm very excited about the uh, the future of the character and uh, Anthony Mackie. He owns his uh, Captain America. That's for sure. For sure. For sure. And the audience uh, kind of agrees with us. Uh, Anthony got forty three percent, and uh, Chris got fifty seven. Okay. So Ooh, I, I feel like that's race. Even... Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's a good way to go. Two, two yeah, very yeah. well candidates, and uh, nobody liked evil Captain America for some reason. No, sir. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Dennis, you want to get into what I think might be one of my favorite parts of the show? You want to oh. do a little uh, trivioso? You know what? I'm ready to duke it out. I know you tied it up last week, but uh, maybe I can break the tie. See, that, that always does me wrong. Every time I start off like that, on that foot. Do it. Yeah, always fucks me up. So it really does. Are I'm we gonna do it again. It three to three, I think. Three to three. Here we go. I'm about to take you down. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the the way we do this game, if you're new to the show, there's uh, four categories, and uh, each category has two different possibilities. There's comedy, cartoon. There's action, adventure. There's drama, musical, and uh, there's horror, sci-fi. So, Dennis, uh, I'll let you go first this week. Uh, what what category would you like? You know what I'm going for. Wait, wait, Horde. before we before we do this, last week we came up with something that I think would probably be interesting. Do you want to do a no holds bar, all your questions, horror, sci-fi, all mine, comedy, cartoon, or is that too crazy? This week, only this week. I mean, I'm up for it, I guess, if you want to. We, we, we can mean, roll with that. We can roll right, with let's that. Let's try it. Let's try it. See who's who's got the guts. So <laughs> up first for you. Okay. All right, I, this is a slam dunk for you, but I mean, you did fail our. I don't know. Yeah, I no, did. <laughs> Luke finishes his Jedi training in The Empire Strikes Back. Falls. He doesn't. Yeah. 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 I'm like a confident no. false. You're like, false? I'm like, is, that, is that really a question? It's That's a, a question. I, yeah. It was just like, wait a minute. Is this, <laughs> how dare you even pose this question? Yeah. False, 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 false. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Dennis, I, I, I guess I'll go with the drama music. No, no, my, my, my category <laughs> is going to be comedy cartoon this week. All so, right. Oh, boy. Here we go. Irritating couple Kevin Spacey and Judy Davis are taken hostage on Christmas Eve by who in The Ref? Oh, my God. Dude. Wow. You know, I didn't know until you said The Ref, and I'm like, I hope it's The Ref, which I, I don't think I've seen since, like, the early 90s. But I'm going to say Dennis Leary. Damn. No, yes. Yeah, ah, yeah. I, I shouldn't have played my hand. Yeah, you got it, man. Dennis Leary, Ooh. you're right. I don't know why it was Dennis Leary, or my second guess was going to be um, fucking uh, one of the wet bandits. Fucking, uh, I, I was going to say um, Joe Pesci, but I'm like, Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci and Dennis Leary are pretty uh, swappable. You can kind of trade them out. Similar fellas. But were were they both in that movie? Do you, do you know? I don't. I I don't know it that well. Uh, I, I I feel, feel like, like I've only seen it once on like HBO. Uh, but okay. Is he? I I gotta look this up. I think he might be in the movie. Um, I'm probably thinking wrong, but I should just take the win and shut up. Uh, yeah, I'm, I think you should. I'm with you there. All right. 
uh, I don't see Joe Pesci anywhere on, on IMDb. So um, your question is, <clears throat> that's an annoying sound. Let me do that eight more times. Who says I'll never drink wine? I'll never drink dot 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 wine. Who says it? <laughs> Just that. Oh, my God. I, I can give you a hint after you after you give me the wrong one. I'll give you a hint of uh, of, 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 of how oh, I, I would uh, I would put it. I d- oh shit! I feel like I should know this. Uh, uh, Michael Scott. I don't. I really don't know. Uh, that's not not really a movie, but okay. Yeah. Now, now if I if I if I leave my spin on it, I was gonna say blood, not penis. Oh boy, that's uh, <laughs> that makes no sense to people listening here. But uh, yes. that's my spoof of the character Dracula. Oh, uh, oh my yeah, god! I, I never know. would have got that. Never ever. I don't ever know. Really that. uh, that's such a weird question. <laughs> Damn, that's oh, what I get boy. for sticking with the category. But hey, that's that's you'll my get punishment. me on this one. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. All right, sir. Your next comedy slash cartoon question. Oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Shrek. <sighs> oh, my God. I, uh, son of a bitch. Um, who is the voice of Donkey in Shrek? <laughs> I swear oh. that was the next question oh. in oh. the deck in front of me. Or would that be sad if I said, like, Arsenio Hall? No. <laughs> Say uh, fucking Eddie Murphy, oh, man! What a world that would be. Speaking of Shrek, uh, oh did you know that uh, apparently this week they announced Mike Myers is going to be doing a Netflix show and he's going to play seven brand new characters in the show? <laughs> oh no! How badly does he need money? To the wow. Gong Show a few years ago, and now he's doing this. But uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, we're going with Eddie Murphy, and you know what? You know that's the winner. All right. <sighs> Adam is up two to one. Ugh. I can try to Anybody's hopefully game. I can match it. Any anyone's game. We'll see. You're 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 ahead. Okay. All right. I feel By like one. This could be all right. I feel like he could do this. How many years have passed between Terminator One and Terminator Two? 10, 20, or twenty-five years? Between one and two? Mm-hmm. That doesn't between when the term 10, 20, and 25 and guy. Uh-huh. Wait, that doesn't seem like enough time. That doesn't <laughs> 10, 20, and 25. But he's yeah. like 15. What the... I, don't, I don't fucking know, man. I'm not the writer of a movies trivia game. 10, I guess. Hello, I mean, Dennis. Your guess is correct. I, I'm glad because that's kind of yeah, weird. Well, yeah, like because he's not a 10 year old kid. That, that that threw me for a loop, too. He's he looked to me like a 14 year old or something like that. Yeah, or I figured he's at least middle school or high school. I don't know. Yeah. Like, but that hey. that's he ages faster because he's got future sperm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> Future sperm coming this oh, fall. Oh boy! So comedy cartoon for me. I want to. I want to win this, but uh, I'm not going to get cocky. So we're tied. All right, comedy cartoon. It's been a while since we had uh, Billy Crystal questions, so we're, <laughs> we're bound to get them. 
what actor starred it? No, I was about I was about to pose a Billy Crystal question, but then I was afraid you'd believe it, and I'd sound like a cheater. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do it. Fair enough. Here is the card I'm holding in my hand in front of me, and I'm I'm I wish this wasn't the question because you're gonna get it. Um, comedy slash cartoon. What actor portrayed Uncle Buck? Oh man, this is such a tough one. Oh boy, oh, so many people could be my uncle. Buck. Uh, uh, if only there was a guy named John and like he had candy. I don't, I don't know. Mike, ah! I mean, technically, Mike Ebbs did play him in in an ABC sitcom that died miserably in the uh, mid two thousands. But uh, I'll, I'll go with John Candy. It is the John Candy, and I believe you have secured the win this week. You are the first to three. Therefore, Oof. you've taken the lead. It is now. Uh, Dennis, do you yes. want to do, do a twist? Do you, since since we're doing all our strong suits, do you want to go to five this week? Snip, snap, snip, snap. Um, it's up go, to you. We don't have to. I mean, I feel like you've secured a victory, but if you're willing to risk it, I suppose we oh, can I'm try gonna, to just let's sail through I'm it, folks. Boom, boom, boom. All right, we're going to go to the distance. We're going to see the first of five. Okay, send it over to me. I get the next question. Let's do it. Oh, dude, this is a slam dunk for you. Who directed the classic zombie thriller Night of the Living Dead? George A. Romero. Bang, bang, bang. You got it. All right. Now it's tied up. All right, dude. Here is your question. Comedy slash cartoon. Which actor was left alone in the movie Home Alone? (laughs) Oh, boy. They're really, really, really pulling some hard ones here. Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern were technically home alone. They were homeless they alone. A, well, no, they're not alone because they're, they're, they're together. They were in a van together. They're yeah. homeless together, not home alone. The, the, uh, but technically, I think uh, it'd be the actor who plays the... Uh, the granddad who uh, who who was a murderous man who killed someone with a shovel. He beats he people to death with a shovel and then hides the bodies in his bucket of or his his with yeah salt or something. Yeah, his, his, uh, he was home alone as well, but I don't know his name. His until the end, and then his grandchildren came over, so hopefully they didn't end well, up I don't, in I don't the know bucket the of salt. Name. She pretty much did. He definitely murdered his son's family. <laughs> they don't show you that part because of the. Uh, the fucking family of Macaulay Culkin comes back. So <laughs> that was the deleted scene. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, holy fuck, Dennis. This game really likes you here. In Return of the Jedi, what color oh. is Luke's lightsaber? Oh, green. Yep. My, one of my favorite colors. Right. One of my favorite yeah. colors. Like two Star Wars in one episode. What? What? A, what a doozy. Hey. It's it runs in my blood. It's right there. The force is in this one, sucker. Oh <laughs> All right, man. Your comedy cartoon question. Here we go. In trading places, Eddie Murphy trades places with what Canadian blues brother? Oh. Oh boy, another toughie. What's up with all these eighties movies, man? Oh, oh boy. They want to give you the win. This movie popcorn oh. wants to send it to the heart. That's, uh, that's the way it's going. Oh, Danny Aykroyd. What's going on here tonight, buddy? There you go. And there is the win, folks. Uh, Adam, 
he he secured the victory. It is now a solid four to three. He pulled I like ahead. To call that a double victory. I, I like to. I like double to make a twice tonight. Yes. Victory. That's oh, that's boy. kind of a cheap shot because you requested the extension, but you know whatever. Fuck you. So I, no, 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 no. Technically, technically, technically. Just get it. Just get it. I, I still, I still owe you a question here, Dennis, because you could tie it up, right? With, with don't you? I, I get. I. I mean, I guess so. we can do that to infinity now. But you are that's the first of five. Got to just saying. But, but I mean, I like to give you. Uh, all right, fine. Fuck you. I won't. I won't. <laughs> give you I can shoot it over. Let's let's send it. No. All right, no, folks. Too easy. You've gone this far. It won't count. How about that? It won't. You've already right. won. You just get to ask me a bonus right. question. I'll take but the it. game would have continued. I'll tell you that. Uh, what horror series turned Michael Myers into an icon? Valentine's Day. No, Halloween. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Dennis. The answer was to, uh, I married an axe murderer. <laughs> the answer. But, uh, I guess Halloween could be a right answer. Sleepless in Seattle starring Meg Ryan. Uh, all right, Dennis. Uh, you want to roll into some reviews right now? You know, but I would. I want to get into some reviews really damn fast. I mean, right now. Right. Let's 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 I mean, get some really quick reviews. I'm going to give you some furious reviews. I'm going to talk Furious 7, the seventh entry into the Fast Saga. All right, let's get to work. Hey, Roman, you freaking out? No. Yes, you are. (laughs) Can somebody just walk me through what we're supposed to be doing? Justin, you didn't think it could get any better, huh? Here we go. The story of this is Shaw's brother is now Deckard Shaw is now hunting down the family to get revenge on harming his brother. And uh, at the same point, Kurt Russell shows up and he's like, I work for the government, but you don't know what section of the government. uh, And I need (laughs) you guys to go and save a hacker who uh, was kidnapped and they want her to hack. Well, they didn't say her. That was a big <laughs> female hacker. Um, sorry, I spoiled that, everyone. Um, so I need Dom. I need you and your family to go and go and do this. As and then if you do this, I will. I will bring you Deckard Shaw. You, you can get revenge. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say so. a clean slate. I was really hoping. Uh, no, not not this time. They they already got the clean slate. Um, so all right, let let me just find some good stuff. Um. So we finally see Dom going to Tokyo. So that was fun. And uh, he's talking to the Tokyo Drift guy. And the Tokyo Drift guy looks old as fuck. But then it makes me think, <laughs> is everything leading up to the seventh movie takes taking place in 2006? That, that doesn't seem right to me. Agreed. Um, oh, and when Kurt Russell's there, uh, he has a keg of alcohol that he's like, oh, this is the best. And Dom's like, I only drink Corona. And he's like, oh, I know. And then he pulls out a fucking ice cold bucket of like six Coronas. <laughs> uh, it's perfect. What a guy. I wish I had that jacket. Um, yeah. Um, Coronas. So, so uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell's like, oh, I, I brought your family back. And this time the family's only like uh, Dom and fucking uh brian and and tyrese and Ludacris, and then at the last second letty's back she's like i went to the house looking for you and it was blown up 
and somehow she ended up at the super secret government base. Um, they, this movie, they, they, they skydive in their cars. So that's kind of fun. There you go. Um, there's a great final battle at the end of this movie. Uh, and then the battles on the news and Hobbs is in his like bed. And then he sees like in the distance an explosion. He's like Toretto. He needs my help. Oh and, my and he God. gets out of bed and, uh, and his young daughters there. He's like, one of my favorite lines is daddy's got to go to work. And he flexes his muscle and his <laughs> cask comes off his arm and he's ready for action. <laughs> Oof, it's great, but uh, it's great because everyone runs over to where like Dom was because he, he he was in a car that just like kind of fell in like he was pretty much dead. There's like uh, like concrete all over the car and he was inside the car and the family comes. They move the concrete off and uh, and then like he's dead and like fucking Brian is like trying to do CPR and Letty's like, stop it, stop it. Leave him alone. I got this. And she just holds him. And she's like, I remember everything now, Dom. Don't die. If you die, I die. And then she's like, I remember when we got married in Costa Rica. And uh, Dennis, I sent you a picture. If you want to open, I sent you a picture of the, the, the wedding. It's oh, so beautiful. If you can describe no. it to the audience, what's going on? Like, I, I don't know how great it is. Okay. Okay. In the most Vin Diesel as fuck wardrobe, we are having the whitest as fuck wedding. Oh my goodness. Um, I do take you in this wife beater in these white as fuck pants. Oh my god. <laughs> Terrible. And, and Terrible when, wardrobe. Terrible wardrobe. I mean, just, just, when, just, it's a white party. At this church. I'm just saying that's what's happening. When the priest is like uh, asking uh, if they have rings, he pulls off like this giant clunky crucifix. We does. That has like a ring connected to it and, and hands it to her. God. <laughs> he gives her a necklace as a ring. What a dumb dumb. Oh. And, uh, Glorious. And then, um, and then, like they 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 exchange some spectacular vows. And anyways, he's dead, and and she's she's just talking to the dead body, and uh, and she says eh, she says something. She's like, "I love you." And he wakes up. He's like, "It's about time." And then then he's alive. And, and then uh, he's so alive. He's like, oh, the show's over. <laughs> and she's like, "Wait, wait, why didn't you tell me we were married? Because we we didn't know they were married." He's like, "You can't tell someone that they love you." And I'm like, oh, you really can't, Dom. You really can't. See? Good, good on That's you. why he's the smart uh, one of the group. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Hobbs is taking Shaw into like the most maximum security gel s- cell ever. And uh, and Shaw's like, I'm going to break out of here. And Hobbs is like, I hope you try. Um, and then, then you think the movie's over. But no, no, no. No, the family's sitting on a beach. And uh, then Brian goes out to play with this kid and then Brian's wife goes out and they're having a great moment. And the whole family, the rest of the family, you know, Ludacris, the hacker that just joined them. Yeah, the family. They're all sitting there like, oh, man, this this changes everything. Uh, Yeah, no, like because pretty much uh, Paul Walker's character is like. After this, I'm done. I'm just going to be a family man. And they're all acting like fucking he's dead. They're they're all looking sad and and just like really reminiscing about the good times they had he's with them. He's dead like, hey, now. <laughs> it's like because he's not going on life like 
life and death missions with you. You're, you're never going to see this guy again. And uh, Tom, he, he lives with you. He's your brother-in-law. What's what? And then, then, then uh, Dom, Dom's like uh, getting ready to walk away and like do an Irish exit and not say goodbye. Uh, Rams is like, uh, Dom, you're not going to say bye. And the camera like zooms in on him, like looking all sad. And he's like, it's never goodbye. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's never goodbye. He, yeah, he just says it's never goodbye, and he walks away. But like the the camera zooms in on him, and he's all sad looking, and uh, and and then the rest of the family's just smiling, looking at Brian. I'm like, wait, you're leaving Letty behind? And then like you see him driving down like a fake PCH, and then he comes to a stop sign, and who pulls up next to him but Brian O'Connor? He's like, you're gonna leave without saying goodbye to me. He's like, <laughs> and then they uh, they, they, they <laughs> oh have voiceover. God. Oh, and uh, as the voiceover is going on, you just see like all like cool clips of Paul Walker. Um, what the fuck does he, he says something really oh, great? Yeah, um, I mean that makes sense. Isn't this this is the film in the series yeah, where yeah. we lost this? This is the one that that Paul Walker yeah. died. Yeah. Um, oh, but they just jammed see. it in there, huh? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Um, oh, wait, I gotta find this quote here. Okay, he uh, so 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 as as he's like. Looking over at him, he's like, uh, I used to say uh, I lived my life a quarter a quarter mile. Sorry, the uh, quarter mile at a time. Quarter, quarter. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. And I think that's why we're brothers. And then, the, then they're just in the movie. Like, they're both driving side by side, and they come to a fork in the road, and Dom goes one way, Brian goes the other, and then it just says, for Paul. Not even RIP, it's just like, for Paul. Uh, that's the worst review ever. I, 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 I... <laughs> we sound different yeah, about but... uh, this 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 entry. It, yeah, yeah. It's it, it. It was a bit odd. It was a bit long. Uh, they they had really good moments, but I don't know. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give Furious Seven three slices of the toast. Oh, okay. I mean, that's and, still uh, a good time, though. Yeah. That's still a good movie. It was. It had a lot going on for it, but uh, like forcing, there were so many scenes where they could have killed off Brian, and it would have been like, okay, I get it, he's dead, the character's dead, but no, I wonder if he's gonna come back, a little CG action or something. I don't know. Wouldn't surprise just, me. Wouldn't surprise I, me. I watched uh, a movie that I I meant to um, meant to review last week, but I just got so caught up talking about the Fast and Furious movie that I, I I totally did not give this review, but I'm going to give it this week. I watched Pretty Guardian, Sailor Moon Eternal, uh, part one. What a beautiful planet, a place we always dreamed about, Earth. The power of all the nightmares we have accumulated will turn this world into a planet of death. But just, what was that? Beautiful maiden. Save our existence from this nightmare. And this this was about the the sailor scouts. They were all kind of scattered throughout different areas. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched Sailor Moon in years. But uh, pretty much there was an eclipse. But then when the eclipse happens, this like dark circus wants to come, just shows up out of town. It kind of feels like Rita Repulsa is coming, and uh, she wants to take over the world. Uh, hmm. And then. Pretty much just they, they make this circus where they start manipulating people and making their their wishes come true, kind of like a leprechaun or a genie. And there's like a bad twist to it. Oh, like OK. Some of the Sailor Scouts like yeah, it's just a lot of wackiness that happens. But 
there's also the, the little girl Riri, I think is her name or something. Like there's there's a unicorn that telekinetically uh, talks to her, and then the unicorn shows up and kisses unicorn. her. But the unicorn's a man, a full grown man. That what? Kisses a little girl. Eh, 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 eh. I don't know what the hell's what going the on in this. Like I. I loved Sailor Moon as a kid. Sure, I, I did it. too. I, I was it, a fan but... back on Toonami. Yeah, this this, however, not a fan. I didn't even want to watch. I didn't even want to finish this this first part, but um, I did. I, I put an hour and a half okay. ish uh, in, into it. But uh, there's like it just made no sense. It's like uh, I don't know. I don't don't watch this one. I'm gonna give uh pretty guardian sailor moon or whatever the fuck this is called i'm gonna get one slice Ooh. of toast um it's rough the animation looks cool but the plot makes no sense like there's there's like tigers that become people and different things and it just it didn't it didn't add up it it was rough Oof, that's that's no good. That's no good, sir. Yeah. Well, hopefully I can pick it up with... I'm going to do a quick review of one of those. Uh, just one of those films I feel like everyone else has seen that for some reason just slipped right through my fingers. Uh, that was the goal of this week's viewing uh, for my wife and I. We just wanted to aim for something that neither of us have seen somehow that we feel like we both should have seen. So this week I'm bringing you a review of Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Mom? you really want to go and live in that hotel for the winter? Sure I do. It'll be lots of fun. The only thing that can get a bit trying up here during the winter is uh, the tremendous sense of isolation. Is there something bad here? I fear you will have to deal with this matter in the harshest possible way. What do you die? I killed you with Danny. You did this to me. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Here's Johnny. Now I know. Please, I'm sorry. Just, just please forgive me. But, 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 but here we go. Um, I, I feel like we've all become generally aware of The Shining, whether it's you've directly seen the film or you've just seen something referencing the film. It's everywhere. There's constantly reminders that this film exists, uh, let alone Stanley Kubrick's incredible career. We know that uh, we're going to be offered something visually stunning. We know we're getting this intense storyline. We, we get a lot of the classic lines, the classic scenes, but I've never actually seen the source material until today. So we, we jumped huh. into it and I was just kind of along for the ride. I went, I've, I've heard some history. I know there were some scenes of the film were, were shot in my home state of Oregon, uh, up on Mount hood. A lot of the, uh, I want to say the exteriors of the hotel that they're supposed to be at was, was filmed up there. Um, but uh, I, I, I got to say, I, I just never got around to it, but I'm very, very glad we did. This was a just stunning film from the first moment. I mean, right away. It just grabbed me visually. Every single frame of this movie, I was just enamored by. I had an incredible time watching the film go through its paces, even know, knowing kind of the general direction of where it was going to land. I was still surprised by some of the turns it took and I was not expecting 
the characters to do what they were doing. We get the classic kind of Stephen King-ish moments of, of course, the hotel was built on an Indian burial ground. So there is this ulterior, like there is this underlying spirit uh, spirit that's defending the, the place while there may be another spirit trying to intervene to defend the innocent. Jack Nicholson's performance is incredible. It, it gets, it deserves all the hype that it gets as well as uh, Shelley Duvall. And I was never like the biggest fan of hers, but I really understand why she gets so much attention, especially after watching this film, because my God, I believed the horror and agony on her face every time it came chasing after her, the confusion and just dismay she displayed was incredible. Uh, Scatman Carruthers, you have that identification of the, the shining in this child. He can tell this kid, Danny can do what he can do. And he desperately wants to try to defend some this, what he sees as an innocent soul. And there's only so much he can do. And it's, unfortunate that he meets the end he does but it makes sense when it goes through the motions and again i feel like i've kind of seen a lot of the movie because of so much portrayal and other media and stuff so uh i'm gonna give the shining three and a half slices i i wish i gave it a, a four but maybe just because i've seen so much reference of it i kind of feel like i beat over the head with a lot of the things but damn is it a gorgeous film I it it never felt like it slowed down too much to me. I incredible. I I don't know why I have not seen it sooner. <laughs> but uh that that was a great viewing. I'm really glad I watched it. And this was over um oh shoot. Okay, I believe this was over on uh Amazon Prime if I'm not mistaken. Huh. Yeah. Um it would, would it shock to you if I said I hate this movie? Like I, I, I nothing about it. Like I feel no. like it's so long and dull and drawn out. I, I mean, I you're right. It's a beautiful movie, and and I mean, for the time, it was like a lot of cool things happening. But for me, I just could not get into it. I don't know why. Excuse me. I, I'm sorry. I want to correct myself. I viewed it on HBO Max. That okay. is where the film is available. HBO Max. I just wanted nice. to correct that. Now, uh, no, hey, man, that's how it goes sometimes. It is a two and a half hour movie. It is yeah. not a quick viewing. You, it, It's a slow burn you really have to sink into, and it's not going to rush you through it. It's going to take its time to sell you the world you're in. I mm. So, no, nah, man, I, I get what you're coming from. Now, uh, are you going to follow this up and, and watch Dr. Sleep, the uh, Ewan McGregor uh, sequel? Ubi one Kenobi. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm genuinely curious to check this one out. Actually, uh, one of the clients my wife used to represent tried out for a role in this film, so she actually got to read some uh, some early pages before the film was released. So I was like, I was like, oh damn, I'm very curious to see what now, this, I will uh, say. I've heard, be. I've heard better things about the director's cut. So if you get a chance, and I know uh, if oh, HBO okay. has it, I believe they normally put director's cuts of things. You just gotta kind of look at everything before you hit play. But uh, if you get a chance to oh, check it sure. out, I'd watch the director's cut. But uh, that's just me. I don't know. I haven't seen nice. it. I haven't okay. seen the original. Do. But yeah. But uh, no, good to we'll hear that you, you tried something new and. Or new, but new, uh, old, but new to you. Like that, that's new good. to me. That, yeah, that worked out. Yeah, going back to a cla- one of the classics I missed out on. I hate hearing references to things that I'm just like I just I I need to finally do it, and I'm just glad we we got that one crossed off the list. You know. Yeah. 
Definitely. You know, nobody can blame you there. Um, I watched something that came out this week that I don't even know if people know of uh, or really heard about unless they have Paramount Plus. Uh, this new Mark Wahlberg movie called Infinite. You're not crazy. You never have been. Do you find yourself drawn to places you've never been? The visions you've had your entire life aren't hallucinations. They're memories. You're talking about reincarnation. And uh, uh, this is about uh, a guy, Mark Wahlberg, who um, he he thinks he's schizophrenic because he kind of has different things that happen that set him off. And he, he kind of has like dreams and fantasies that he's like someone else. And uh, like he, he was in a boy band once. Uh, yeah. Nobody really talks about that. And he was a Kelvin Klein model. Uh, yeah. Uh, but somehow <laughs> he, he knows all these weird facts about things. Like he knows how to make samurai swords. Like everything just oh, seems okay. so weird for him. And, like he's just having a hard go at life. And uh, oh. he, he thinks he's mentally unstable until two forces are coming after him. Uh, and he doesn't know why it turns out. He is uh, this type of person who keeps being reincarnated. And there's his ex-partner who is a bad guy. And uh, he he wants to get him so he can get information to where this thing that they stole in one of his past life was. And then there's this other group that's trying to help him realize who he really is and, and his full potential. Um, and I'm just going to tell you... It's a rough, oh, man. rough film. It's like, I don't know why Mark Wahlberg is having a hard time choosing projects that, I don't know, maybe they're good for him, but like his last movie, uh, Spencer Confidential, not a big fan personally, and I didn't hear yeah. a lot of good things, but it's getting a sequel. And this, oh man, and it's a Paramount movie, so it's like, I, I had some hopes. And even one of my all-time favorite uh, comedians, uh, podcasters, and actors, uh, uh, who really caught me off guard when he came on screen. Uh, I was so excited. Uh, Jason Manzukis couldn't oh, save nice. the movie. And I'm like, good oh, for him no. being in a Wahlberg movie. But yeah, this, 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 I, I, I'm going to give infinite. Uh, I'm going to give it half a slice of toast. Like, oh, fuck. rough. I, I, I wanted to fall asleep. I didn't even want to finish it. it was, uh, you wanted see folks. Listen to that. He didn't fall asleep. He wanted to fall asleep. That yeah. that's a statement. Yeah, yeah. I, I I wanted. I didn't. I didn't. Let me reiterate. I did not. Dennis, I I may have fallen asleep. Um, and may have woken up. But uh, I don't know. I'm oh, gonna say okay. still not <laughs> good. Bad. Still not good. It was bad. It was bad. It was. It, I was coming in and out of consciousness, and uh, so maybe maybe that's a cloudy, murky judgment but dennis i'm gonna move on to another movie that just came out in theaters and right. on hbo max called in the heights i am usnavi and you probably never heard my name reports of my fame are greatly exaggerated morning usnavi pan caliente cafe hey. con leche on these blocks you can't walk two steps without bumping into someone's big plan i'm making moves i'm making deals but guess what what you still ain't got no skills. <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda movie 
well, it wasn't directed by him, but he, he did the musical. He created it, and uh, I think he wrote this movie. It's about this small community in uh, Washington Heights, which uh, we're seeing people who uh, might have been immigrants or children of immigrants, and you just see, like, the highs and lows of their life. You see their inner city pressure and struggles. You see their ups and downs, everything that happens. And there's music. There's, it's just like, you're seeing like a week leading up to like a big power outage and stuff. And there's a lot going on. It's, it's a long movie and I was not looking forward to the movie at all, but I'm like, you know what? It's a new movie. I deserve to watch it for fans. It'd be a disservice if I didn't check it out. And I got to tell you, I, I got to tell you, I was happy I watched it. It, it really oh, nice. it was okay. it, it was shot beautiful. Their sequences were so great. Like everyone has their own distinguished want and need. And uh, the choreography was great. The cinematography was great. The locations were great. I'm like, I, I, I don't know if they really shot this in Washington Heights. I don't know if they shot this on a soundstage, but. I was in oh. it. I was believing it. I, I I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna give In the Heights three slices of the toast. I don't think I'm giving nice. it three and a half or four because it did it was a bit long, but I mean hey, it's a musical and it had catchy music and everything was going for it. It was a delightful movie. So uh, if you got HBO Max, you can check it out for free for the next few weeks or you can go see it in the theaters. Uh, I definitely think it's worth a check out. I feel like this probably would be good in the theater because you're getting the sweet surround sound. Oh, yeah, you're getting I'm the sure. big screen. Yeah. So if you like Hamilton, which I still haven't seen, you'll probably like this. This was, I think, Lynn's first uh, musical. Uh, yeah, oh, definitely, nice. definitely worth checking awesome. out. Yeah. So oh, it, it's already on my HBO Max list, but you're right. You have a good point about uh, checking it out in the theater. That would be an that would be the type of film to have that scope. You know, that would be. Yeah. Be a, fun experience. Like, a part of me is like, oh, man, I should I should go and check this out. But it's like I already saw it. But I don't know. You never know. I mean, I, I feel like good movies deserve to get money. Uh, and that's it has a pretty good Absolutely. cast in it. Like people that you like, you got like Jimmy Smiths, you got Corey Hawkins, you got nice, yes. Miranda, Anthony Ramos, a bunch of like people who you've seen. Some people you haven't seen. Some people you're like, who's this person? But damn, can they sing and act? And uh, nice. yeah, yeah, definitely cool. Uh, I think that's going to wrap us up on, on film reviews. And uh, there's, there's normally uh, we talk about, or by we, you talk about a little show called Star Wars The Bad Batch. But this week we put it on on hiatus. We put it on pause because there's a new Marvel show. And that comes first in my book and I think your book for a review. Uh, Dennis, what, what, what are we going to talk about here? Well, sir, I think uh, it, since we've been talking about Star Wars for so long, it is totally fine to put it on pause for a week when we get the introduction to Loki available on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I know what this place is. The timekeepers have built quite the circus. And I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. Big metaphor guy. I love it. Makes you sound super smart. I am smart. I know. Okay. Okay. Please sign to verify this is everything you've ever said. This is absurd. Sign this too. 
This is the introduction to a corner of the universe we've kind of been stepping away from for for quite a while. And I I like where we started off because I got to be honest, I think I missed one of the, the Thor films right in the middle. I do have a distinct memory of renting Thor The Dark World. And I think the disc was like scratched or something. So I saw like the first half hour, but I never got to finish. It. Well, Dennis, I mean, a lot of people say that it's the worst Thor movie, but I honestly, I liked it. And uh, I think I'm the only one who did. So you probably didn't miss anything, apparently. Well, apparently I, I did miss out on a few <laughs> plot points that this show yeah. features very heavily. They um, really give you the greatest hits of Loki's life. Yes. And I do want to mention, so I thought it would be a good idea. I thought it would be a good idea to check out Marvel Legends on Disney Plus. And I uh, haven't watched any of the other ones, but I figured, hey, I'll just jump right into the Logie segment so I can get a quick overview. Oh, dear God, was that dry and boring. That was the most clinical, just highlight reel clip show of... Things from movies with no context. I was hoping to get a little like almost like an encyclopedia narration or something. Nope. Nothing. We drop you in for eight minutes of clips of Loki to try to catch you up as fast as possible. And then you're out. And that was kind of dumb. I didn't even need it. It didn't really help me for watching the show. I got to be honest, because they remind you of everything immediately relevant as it happens in the scene. True. So do you need to see everything? No, but a general mm-hmm. awareness of at least the Avengers would be a good idea. So we, I would strongly yeah, I recommend gotta, knowing that much going into the film. I got to tell you, Dennis, show. for the longest time, I was never on the Loki train. I thought he was a weak villain. I felt like he was a weak sidekick. I, I didn't like him until the, 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 the character turn around and I want to say Ragnarok and then the, the, the beginning of, uh, uh, Infinity War, but uh, I so when when I found out Loki was getting a show, I'm like, eh, do I need it? But boy, I think I think think it was definitely a smart move. Uh, so it kind of picks up. Um, spoiler alert! Uh, it picks up kind of in two different time zones in a way. It picks up with the Battle of New York, but it also picks up with where we last saw our our character Loki alive when he steals the Tesseract, uh when the Avengers go back in time in uh what was it? The uh the last fucking Star Wars movie. The, say, say, the 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 last Avengers movie when they had to do the time loop in order to defeat uh Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I think of the, the name of the movie. Um it's not Infinity War. Endgame. Wow. What a what a piece of garbage I am. Not start game. <laughs> uh so it picks up at that point uh we see him pick up the tesseract and then he travels to a different time period altogether and then you see he's talking to people like i'm the god of mischief this and that and- <laughs> i love it this random like mongolian nomadic like <laughs> family they're just like who the who the fuck are you <laughs> they're just like he doesn't know what they're saying but he's like they don't they don't get it. And then like these like time cops kind of show up from nowhere and talk to him. And he's like, this is a joke. And well, it was not a joke. <laughs> no, it was not. This badass just strolls up and smacks the shit out of him and then proceeds to walk up. You you are moving in what? One sixth time. Something like that. But so you're, you're feeling, feeling all, the, all pain. the pain in real time. 
And you're just seeing his face just rippling as he's comically falling to the ground in slow motion. As the as the time cop just walks up to him and feeds him this information into his ear and drops to the ground. It, that was hilarious. There was a genuine, like, a really good balance of comedy and action right off the mm. bat. That there's something about the Loki character that I liked really early on is I liked the amount of comedy he brought to the story as well as this just unnerving feeling if you never know when he's going to deceive who you're speaking to Mm -hmm. at any given turn and we're finally forcing him into the situation where he 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 doesn't have that option he really can't do this to people he's around we find out that he had fucked with the timeline uh, the greatest timeline of all i forget what they call it uh but so he's now going to be on trial for doing what he did and they're about to sentence him to death however owen wilson shows up and uh he's like hey i know who you are and i kind of need your help uh I, I want to ask you some questions and he saves his life and uh really gets to the meaning of some things with loki and uh Really, that was a great down scene. In a way. I that yeah. was really cool just to watch him like have to. He forced him to answer for himself of like, mm-hmm. why are you doing what you're doing? And he faced his true purpose, and it's just like he kind of helped him realize what their purpose was, good or bad. They have to enforce the timeline because it creates the universe where everything does come back to where it needs to be, and it, it's like it's almost this very biblical mirroring where it's like uh god works in mysterious ways kind of thing with the the evil things are there in order for the good things to happen this is why someone like loki is very important to the timeline otherwise the avengers wouldn't have formed it wouldn't exist to fight back against thanos and so you can try to you you they do this job of painting this grander picture and i loved as as bitter as that taste is in my mouth that moment of recognition on his face mm-hmm. was awesome for me. I really liked that. And and Tom Hiddleston to be really sold this guy who's just like, he genuinely believed he was the most power, like one of the most powerful beings in the universe. And then and just they laugh at him. all of that knocked out from under him. He saw that fist full of infinity stones and he's just, oh <laughs> shit. I, this yeah, happen. none of his magic works in this place. Um, and he's just kind of stuck, like, on, not on a loop. Um, but, God, he finds out that he, in, in the timeline that matters, ends up trying to kill his brother, but he gets his mother killed. And that really yeah. fucks with him. And it's yeah. Like, Shit. It, and it then he confirms. finds out how he dies. And he finds out that his brother and his father and his family actually cares about him. He yes. always thought he was just a black sheep. It, it, beautiful stuff. Yeah. I like that he kind of has these moments of he recognizes, oh, all right. It, he's not actually the misfit he plays himself up to be even. And it's interesting because, you know, the com- it's drawn from the comic book version of him where he was tr- a very evil character. But at certain mm-hmm. points, he does defend the good or he does actually assist the heroes over several different adventures. So getting to see that character turn in the cinematic universe is pretty cool i'm, I'm really hmm. really enjoying this moment yeah and um fuck it's like we're burying the lead here um the fact that owen wilson really wants this help because 
a bunch of his time cops. I know they got a different name, the TSA or TVA. TVA. Time variant uh, something. Um, they, they're they slowly being hunted down and killed by a time-traveling killer. And they think that Loki can help them track down this person, and they leave it off on this big, like, holy crap moment that I don't want to spoil for anybody who hasn't watched it yet, but it was really solid. Um, yeah, fuck. Yeah, was- like... Oh, did, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jumping out of the review for a second. But uh, did you see General Mills is kind of doing something kind of cute? Um, <laughs> they're selling uh, Lucky Charms, but they're selling Loki Charms where like Loki has replaced Lucky. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of a cute little oh, box. That's funny. I, you know, what's funny is I almost wish it was a, uh, a Miss Minutes reference oh, to the yes. serial that i loved that whole that was the best character and i gotta give props to tara strong mm-hmm. if you thought you recognized the voice of miss minutes it's because you've heard it one bajillion times with the fantastic yeah. uh work of tara strong uh, mm-hmm. that, that was that was hilarious i thought we were about to get and walk onto the ride at uh, california adventure or some shit like that was a great <laughs> little clip there explaining the whole timeline and whatnot and time like, the time court that you're about to walk into yeah you're about to go meet your judge get get ready because you might be sentenced to death like it's this, and like it's literally so casual. As, as like they're before that happens like they have uh loki take a number and he's like really do i need to there's one other guy in front of me and they're like take a number <laughs> and like the guy who gets up to like where he needs to go and they're like where's your number and he gives him shit and then Literally, they hit him with like a baton and he just disappears and eviscerates and I assume dies. And Loki's like, oh, shit, <laughs> Which I'm the, in my head. This guy was played by uh, Josh Fadim, who's a comedian who uh, came up through the UCB and Groundlings and stuff. He's You might recognize him from some Adult Swim stuff back in the day. But uh, I, I, th- I thought it was funny to see him on screen. That was great. He got that very comedic, very physically comedic character to play and then get vaporized because he didn't Whoa, take we had a deli. What is this? A deli? I'm not taking a ticket. That was great. <laughs> but yeah, the animation in the Miss Time stuff, that was beautiful. I'm like, oh, yeah. Watch a whole episode of that. Absolutely. Uh, and even. Even the credits at the end had like this filmic look to it that were so sexy, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I, I like that it was like it reminded me of the visuals of the Falcon Winter Soldier closing credits, but it had a little bit more fun like the uh, WandaVision one did where mm. it played with the visual style a little bit more. And I, I really enjoyed that. It's it's somewhere it's it's not like those. It doesn't have as heavy like a message or direction like mm-hmm. uh, uh Captain Winter Soldier did. It's not trying to do this wild storytelling that WandaVision was doing. It's very much sticking to the an MCU film. It's very much living yeah. in that in that box, but doing it in a, in a beautiful way. It's doing it in the realm that we've seen very little of recently. A lot of a lot of that magic. I love the MCU magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm on board for this show. I can't wait for more. Hell yeah. uh, and I hope they're all like 50 minutes to an hour because it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. You really sink your teeth into it. Yeah, I kind of lost track of time. And but when it ended, it was it ended too soon for me. I mm-hmm. I wish it went in yeah. longer. 
And and might I say, Owen Wilson not even playing a comedic character, killing it in this show. I I loved every second. Oh, of Owen oh yeah, I, there was a couple of very Owen Wilsony moments, but it's like I would be disappointed if we didn't have a couple of those. Like, like I love that uh, that little nod right uh, when he was talking to the judge. I, I like this. This this is a good. Yeah. Sentence. You. you you looking up there up above me. me. Yeah, it's like me looking up at you. This is good. I like this. <laughs> this speaks to the only time. thing. If the if if he doesn't, he didn't get it in this episode. But if there's no Owen Wilson. Wow, I, I, I don't know. I'll lose my mind. You know it'll mind. happen this season. It'll happen. Wow. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> oh boy. That's yeah. Great. I don't know what what else there is to say without spoiling everything. But yeah, if you, I think that's you, a good like place. Anything in the MCU. You should check it out. I think. Oh yeah, I, I'm yeah. gonna. I don't know if you're, you're you're down, but I'd like to review it every week personally. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, 100. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna turn this one off. I'm in it okay. to win it, sir. Nice. Nice. Well, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, it was it was a roller coaster of emotions this week, people. Um, but we, we yeah, no, I love it. We got a wide variety of reviews, as it should be. We're giving you the good, the bad, the ugly, and the just plain horrific. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Marky Mark cannot portray infinite Marky Marks. You heard it here. <laughs> I'll back yeah, it up. Sailor I didn't Moon see it. Didn't Sailor- go up very well in my opinion but ladies and gentlemen if you've seen any of these movies and you disagree with what i said or what dennis said please yeah. let us know i'd love to hear your take um you can get at us on twitter instagram reddit discord all at movie underscore toast or if you want to talk to us over on facebook we're at movie toast news and reviews if you want to check out some sweet videos we got we're at movie toast please news do on twitter uh, sorry twitter i, I did not youtube mean to say twitter youtube wow um yeah <laughs> and oh, we would love some fucking apple itunes reviews but it's not itunes anymore it's apple podcast so if you could leave us a honest review you'd say hey uh they they linger they talk too much about things that i don't care about or they rock whatever that it is dennis guy needs to shut the hell up about star wars yeah that adam guy he doesn't know how to take notes give a Shrek review in and anything anything we we'd love some feedback please and folks you also should come on down to filmfreeway.com yes that is filmfreeway.com and search for movie toast the festival we are holding a short film festival this december we already have a good number of views but we don't have yours so send it to us come on what are you waiting for it's just the price is just going to go up the longer you wait so you might as well send it in now we have plenty of time left, but that window will be closing in a matter of, well, months. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's going to be an online digital film festival, so it's not like you uh, got to get dressed up and fancy and travel anywhere. It's like you can stay home, but you can join our community and our community can join you. And oh, man, it's just going to be a love fest of, of film. Like I'm, I'm jazzed with the capital J A Z Z E lowercase D. Yeah, just like that but, terrible uh, Pepsi flavor. There's a jazz Pepsi flavor, wasn't there? I, I thought there was. Maybe it's a bad reference. There's another thing I, to cut out. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a Pepsi guy. I think I would know, but uh, I could be wrong, you know. But uh, Dennis, what else can our audience do here? <sighs> I've already failed miserably this one, but I'm going to 
I'm going to beg. I'm going to plead. Please just stay toasty. Oh, you know what? Corrections department here. Uh, back in 2016, uh, there was from 2016 to 2009, there was Pepsi Jazz, a brand oh. soda introduced by the Pepsi Cola Company. Uh, it's specifically named a variant of Pepsi's popular diet Pepsi product, combining s- several different flavors. Learn to read and scroll at the same time. It sounds gross because it's Diet Pepsi and vanilla, Diet Pepsi and cherry. And Diet Pepsi and caramel, oh, and strawberry. Yeah, Stra- what oh. the fuck is that? No, how how did I not know about Pepsi Jazz? Like, because I it was Diet that. Pepsi, so you stayed yep. the fuck away from it. Well, you <laughs> know, if it wasn't Diet, I would be all up in that and be like, "This is disgusting." But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Oof. I all wasn't right. wrong. Yeah. I feel better. No, you were. You were right. That that that's that's a point in your in. In your uh, your a shitty shitty check mark. <laughs> Ooh, you gotta love those shitty check marks. Don't forget to wipe.